Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bunga Fish, Angari, glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Let me see how I can teach you a little bit about fasting, some things about fasting. Because sometimes when you're doing something spiritually, you have to have the knowledge. I don't believe in making people do something that they don't understand. If you're going to be giving, I'll let you understand why you're giving. The importance of it. And you know what you're doing so that you can have the best results. Okay? If you're praying, you understand why you're praying and the benefits of praying so that you can have the best. Because, you see, I say this all the time. Knowing the concept behind something makes it easy. Knowing the concept behind something makes it easy. If you don't have the concept... It looks hard. And in fact, it will be hard. For instance, I didn't know how to drive because I didn't have the concept behind it. Personally, actually, I'd never had flair for driving. I know some people have flair for it. Oh my, my goodness, I mean I want to drive. I never had the flair for it. Even all those years that I thought of having good cars, I always felt like, stay behind, let somebody drive. No stress. Because I don't like driving and be thinking. I love to meditate and pray in tongues anywhere. And jump anywhere and say, Woo! That's a revelation from the Lord. But when you are driving, you need to concentrate. So I never had the flair. So, driving at one time looked like, what are these folks doing? It's very simple. But then, at another time, it looked like, my goodness, that's hard. But finally, when I got to know the concepts, the concept behind it. When I understood the concept, then it fell. You understand? It fell. That glory that it had fell before me. That means it was defeated. You understand? So if you don't have the concept behind something, I drove myself here today. Of course, not totally, but I still drove myself here. That's because I now have the concept. Uh, this is not the first time I'll be driving, but this is the first time I'll be driving to church. Okay? That does not mean I therefore enjoy it, so I'll be doing it all the time. No, I don't. But I'm saying that to let you know something. That when you have the concept behind something, it becomes easier. It becomes easy, actually, for you. So if you have the, if you know the, have the concept behind fasting, it will help you a great deal. At least, it will help you to some extent. If not all, because you see, there are other parts there. We just prayed about being strengthened in your spirit. That's another part. Even if you understand something, if you are not strengthened, there are some people that will say, I know, I know how to do it. Okay, come and do it. They won't do it. And say, ah, but I know how to do it. Eh, come and do it. I will do it later. <laughs> I don't think I want to go through the stress. I don't think I want to, you know. Like I just said now about driving. Okay, now, I have the concept. It is easy. But I don't think I want to do it often. 
Okay, because I don't just have that flair for it. Alright, so that's the same way. So understanding fasting will help you. There have been a lot of misunderstanding and it has been misconstrued over the years by several ministers or Christians. Some of them make it difficult for you. Some of them make it uh, look like it's only for some special set of people. Some people have the grace to fast and so on and so forth. There's nothing like that. What do you mean you have the grace to fast? The more you fast, the easier it becomes with you having the understanding of what you're doing. Okay, so not that some people have the more grace. It's just that you get more grace when you do something. The next time you do it, you get more grace to do it and so on and so forth. Not that they have some special grace to fast. So what is fasting? Fasting, an authentic fasting is a deliberate an authentic fasting. Now, you, you, you better write it down because you never get it from anywhere else. An authentic fasting is a deliberate deprivation of oneself, of oneself of food. Okay, an authentic fasting is a deliberate deprivation of oneself of food or and or stroke and drink. Over a period of time to achieve a goal. I said authentic. Primarily, to fast means to stay away from food. Primarily. Okay, so, an authentic fasting is a deliberate, deliberately, that is, deliberate deprivation. You deprive yourself of food or drink or and drink. Over a period of time to achieve a goal, I will explain that shortly. Okay, fasting can also be staying can also be defined as staying away from that which you enjoy or that which one enjoys on purpose over a period of time. Okay, that's also fasting. When you enjoy something but you decide to stay away from it, that means you're fasting from that thing. All right, that's also fasting. And um, there are two fastings, actually. Or another way to put it is there are two categories. There's the fasting that you do, even when you have food. And that's the real fasting. That one is for spiritual stuff. You fast. There's food, but you choose not to. That thing is available, but you choose not to. You see, that's fasting. The second fasting that the Bible talks about, I'm talking about two fastings that the Bible talks about. The second one that the Bible talks about is not for spiritual anything. You are fasting. The reason you are fasting is because it's compulsory. Why is it compulsory? There is no food at all. So that one is compulsory fasting. Because there is no food. So if you had wanted, wanted not to fast, you had no choice. Situation has put you there. That's the second one. May I never, myself and my family, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as long as God lives and he has called me, and I am his own, and Jesus is on the throne, and I'm seated with him, 
may I never and my family be found in compulsory fasting in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The days of lack are completely over in my life, in my family. They are gone out the windows never to return in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Super abundantly. My table is garnished, furnished all the time. He prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Yes, you know, you must have, every one of us must have, other day that you were in compulsory fasting. So I've had it, and I will never have another one. Never. Not another day. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Alright, so that's the second fastings, categories of fastings now. Alright, so that one is not genuine, you know. You were forced. So God does not, you know some people when they don't have food, they now say, let's convert it to fast. You are deceiving yourself. Oh. How can you convert it because you don't have food, you are converting it to fast. Let it be that you wanted to fast before. Maybe there was no food and you, you now fasted. Eh? You made it good. Okay? But don't convert no food to fast. Because God knows your heart. Now I want to use that to, you know, have food, have everything, and then you choose not to eat. That's real fasting. That's authentic fasting. Like I said in the definition, you deliberately deprive yourself of food. Deliberately. You say, no, I'm not eating it. There's food everywhere, but I'm not eating it. That's authentic fasting. Those who really have money are really loaded. Christians, they fast. If they wanted to eat one million naira meal every day, they could afford it. But yet they still fast. Much more you that what you are preparing is concussion rice. They have to be begging you to fast. So God is looking at you. What happens when you start having good things on your table? Draw soup with everything put together inside. Is what you are going to eat though. But you won't stop being tempted. The moment that aroma is coming again, you just keep going. You turn the soup, you go yourself. I will soon, I will wait to break time. I will break it later. I will break it later. You go again, you turn it. I will break the fast. What is that? Draw soup with shower fish, dry fish. But you are already thinking of how you will use it to handle that amala. It <laughs> And you will rest. And God is watching you. No. Get bigger. Be bigger than food. Be bigger than food. I'll mention something along that line to help you. Okay, now, there are different kinds of fastings in the Bible. Different kinds of fastings in the Bible. And I want to tell you these fastings now. There is fasting till evening hours. That's hours, fasting hours. Fasting till evening time. Like the one we are doing now. You fast till evening. That's in the Bible. Uh, okay. I, I want us to rush now in turning. Somebody can help me turn. Second Samuel chapter number 1 verse 12. Judge, Judges, book of Judges, chapter number 20, verse 26. So one person should turn to Second Samuel chapter 1 verse 12. Judges chapter 20 verse 26. 
At first Samuel, I'll read first Samuel. So I'm in first Samuel chapter seven verse six. From the six verse, and they gathered together Mizpeh and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day, on that day, and said there, "We have sinned against the Lord." And Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpeh. It means they fasted that day, um, just that day. Okay. Ended that day. Yes. Somebody else, somewhere else. Which one is this one? Second Samuel, chapter one, verse twelve. All right, read it. Alright, thank you. They fasted till evening. Okay. Anybody else? Yes, please. Judges twenty twenty six, yes. Can you see that? They fasted that day until evening. Thank you very much. Alright, so that's it. That's fasting till evening. Like what you are doing. You think, you know, when you're fasting till evening, you are like, ah, hey, I'm breaking by six. Oh, thank God, I fasted today till evening. And you think you are, you are, you have done something big. You were the one that hung the moon. You were the one that hung the stars. So, you felt on top of the world. You know, uh, it's a good one. Not too bad. But fasting till evening simply means that you miss two meals and you're only left with one. That's what it means. Okay? Now, uh, some people eat two meals after the break in the evening. That means you skip only one meal. Because that's, the, that's what it is. So it's deception. Okay, now... Some others have said, you know, some others have said, if you don't break by six, then it's not real. It has to be by six. It's not true. Alright? That's because, you see, the evenings for the Jews was, began from six. Alright? So they felt, in fact, um, they usually calculate the second day to begin from six p.m. So, uh, they, they, they did this this way. But you know, as you know, Christians, they made religion out of a lot of things. They say, you have to break by six. No, you don't have to break by six. You can choose to break by six, can choose to break by seven, can choose to break by eight for the day. You can choose to break by five. And by the way, let me tell you something. I just told you the concept. You are skipping one meal or two meals or three meals when you are fasting. Or you are skipping several days meals. You understand? Meals for several days. So, when you are breaking in the evening, it means you are skipping two meals. Morning, afternoon. Alright? And then you are eating night meal. Why? Because you because you want to keep yourself away from food. To focus on to God. And it's a form of discipline. So, it doesn't have to be six o'clock. Or you know we say, everybody you are breaking by six. To help someone else. Because if you don't say that to someone else, he will be tempted because he doesn't have a particular time. So he say, okay. Yeah. So he doesn't have, so we say, let's break by six. But God does not say it has to be by six. Let me ask you a question. If you are fasting for three days, and there are two guys participating in this fast, and one breaks by 3 p.m. every day for three days, and the other one breaks by 6 p.m. every day for three days, 
Who fasted the long hours? Who fasted the long hours? The one breaking by six, right? But it's not true. It's not true. Both of them are fasting the same hours. Same hours. You know why? This one that is breaking by three eats every three p.m. One meal, one day. He's not going to eat anything again till another three tomorrow. That's one meal. That's another one meal. So the one that is breaking by six, some people think when you break by three, ah, it helps you easily. No, you're going to stay another long hours till three the following day. It's the same hours. So what you're doing is you're only eating once a day. There are different fasting. You can decide to fast just to skip one meal. Different fastings. But we are talking about this one. I'm telling you what they did in the Bible. Now, if you study the Bible, there's nowhere God laid it down or laid it out that you must, that you must fast. He never. Rather, what you will find in the Bible is how the people did it. So we, we import from them. We copy them in doing it the same way, which is not bad. But God never showed us how in the whole of the scriptures. He does not tell you how to do it. Hello. That's important. Especially when you come over to the New Testament. Very little was talked, was said about fasting. Very little. And there's a reason which I'll, I'll tell you about later on. Glory to God. So you see, when somebody breaks his fast by 4 p.m. and is not going to eat again, like we are having fasting now, and someone may be eating by 4 every day, but he's eating once a day. Another person thinks something is wrong with him. Why is he breaking by four? No, you are fasting the same hours. In fact, if you break by six and you still eat again by ten, that guy beats you. Because he's only going to eat once. So fasting till evening means we are eating only once. And that's night meal. That's it. Till the next day again. Another night meal. Till the next day again. Now, don't think that's easy. That's usually tough. It's usually tough because you you break you broke already earlier. You ate your own by four p.m. So <laughs> from six, except you go to sleep immediately because six is still there, seven is there, eight is there, nine is there. If you don't sleep early, Jesus, by ten you're hungry again, and you're not supposed to eat. You're not going to eat because it's only one meal. Okay, so that's fasting till evening, like they did in the Bible. Okay, another fasting that the Bible talks about is. Fasting for three days and three nights. Fasting for three days and three nights without water. Some people are, they call it Esther kind of fasting. Esther kind of fasting. Fasting for three days and three nights. Okay? That means with no food, no water. Alright? Now I want to explain something. Okay? I, 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 just told you that the Bible never tells you how to do it. But it shows us how they did it. And God never said follow their pattern. He never said. Okay, but I'm only what I'm doing now is pointing out to you what they did in the Bible. Okay, so this is fasting for three days and three nights without water. Now, I have fasted for three days and three nights without water once. And with water several times. In fact, I've lost counts. But without water and food, that's what I mean. I've done this once. Okay, and it was a tough one. It took days for me to actually get back to, get my body back. 
into days because this has no water in it. But fasting with water, you're taking water, not as food, but see, okay? For three days and three nights, I've done that several times. And it's quite easy. I want to tell you why. It's easier than without water. Alright, so, that one, it's because your body needs water. This is where some people have, out of lack of wisdom, killed themselves. See, they say no water, You're not taking water. What are you doing? Marathon fasting. Now listen, if God, there are some special cases where God gives you instruction to do marathon. In that case, he makes the grace available. Yeah, there are some special cases where God will instruct you to fast, marathon fasting. In such case, he will even put it in your heart. No water, no food. Guess what? The Spirit of God will carry you. But if the Spirit of God is not asking you to do that kind of fast, He will not carry you. You will carry yourself. That's why you've heard stories of somebody was fasting and died. That's, that's some people get scared for it. Say, oh! <laughs> so you see, because the Spirit of God did not carry the fellow. He did it by himself. There are times that God gives special instruction. He wants to deal with something in your life. And he will the Spirit of God will carry you. You will see that in the Bible shortly. Okay? Like this case now, Esther. Alright? Esther declared Esther chapter number 4 verse 16. He said, tell these people to fast and pray for me. And since these are God's people, he says, for three days and three nights, let them not eat anything. And since these are God's people, the Spirit of God helped them, accommodated them. No food, no water. He backed them up. And you see that during those fasts, you didn't hear that they died. Somebody fell down and died. Okay? You didn't hear such. Why? The Spirit of God helped them to do it. Because God wanted to preserve His own. And God had to step in. In fact, if you study the whole story, you see that this was God's supernatural finger working. Alright? Then, there is another kind of fast. Fasting for seven days. You fast for seven days. This time around, I said seven days, not seven days and seven nights. Seven days means every day you break. First Samuel chapter 31, reading from the 13th verse. And they took their bones and buried them under a tree at Jebesh and fasted seven days. Okay, now this may infer that they fasted seven days and nights. But what I'm trying to bring out from here is that the fact that there is something called seven days fasting, where you just maybe God tells you to do it, or you declare by yourself, I'm going to fast seven days. Every you break, every you break for seven days, you just keep doing it like they did. All right, then there is fasting for seven days and nights. Seven days and nights means for seven days, when they say seven days and nights, it means that no food. All through those seven days. No food. Now, if it's the one with no water, that means no food, no water. For those seven days. You will just be sleeping, praying, waking up, sleeping, no food. It's called marathon. Seven days and nights. Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 16 to 18. They fasted that way. Then, the Bible also shows that they fasted for seven, for 14 days. There's this fasting for 14 days and nights. 
those guys that were with Paul fasted for 14 days and nights. Okay? Acts chapter 27 verse 33 to 36. Okay? Here, there is evidence. There is no evidence that they didn't take water because why Paul was addressing them, he never told them about water. He only said, you have to eat. They must have been taking water. Okay? Then fasting for 21 days. This one is called Daniel fast. 21 days. That 21 days does not mean Daniel was not eating food or water. Let's turn the book of Daniel. I want to show you what it says. Daniel chapter number 10, verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. Three full weeks, that was 21 days. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. He didn't eat pleasant bread. means he didn't eat what he wanted, something good, really tasty. He said, I didn't eat no pleasant bread, but he was eating some things. That's why some people can say they want to do Daniel fast. They are eating only fruits. So this 21 days, only fruits. Now, they're not going to be eating it like, bring plenty of fruit, I'm hungry. Not that way. It just means that maybe once a day, they just eat fruit to strengthen themselves or take juice. 21 days. They are not eating what they want to eat. Somebody can say, hmm, please 21 days, I'm not going to eat any de- anything delicious. I'll just eat something like rice without um, stew and so on. That's where they get all those concepts from. So Daniel did it. 21 days. Then there's another fasting. Fasting for 40 days. Luke chapter 4 verse 2. Uh, that guy recorded. He said Jesus fasted for 40 days. Now that does not mean Jesus. The fasting Jesus did was not just for 40 days. It was 40 days and 40 nights. Okay? So that's 40 days. 40 days fasting means that for 40 days, you are fasting. You'll be breaking in the evening, as you wish, but it's only the day that the fasting included. It doesn't include nights. So you fast during the day for 40 days. But Jesus did 40 days and 40 nights. But because Luke mentioned 40 days, that means, of course, there's there's something like 40 days. Alright? Then, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, listen to this one. This one has been missed. You know, some people can push some things. Some, some things that you cannot have a successful ministry until you have fasted 40 days and 40 nights. In fact, you are not even a good Christian if you have not fasted 40 days and 40 nights. In fact, the supernatural cannot happen until you have not fasted 40 days and 40 nights. But that's not true. God must have led you. Because God deals with us personally. Personal, that's how he deals with all, every of his child, of his children. God must have led you to fast 40 days and 40 nights without food. And you know what? He will sustain you. If he asks you to do it, he will sustain you. But if he doesn't ask you out of zeal, you want to enter. There are many people who have done it out of zeal and they are dead though. There was a great man, there's a great man of God who when God commanded to fast 21 days without food and water, Alright, or rather without food. God sustained him. God sustained that man of God. But when he wanted to do the fasting, he told his friend that God has asked me to fast for 21 days. Okay, so when he told his friend, his friend said, Oh, I'll join you. I also fast 21 days. He's also a minister. And he joined. And then all the time that guy was fasting, he was thinking, What would I break with all these days of hunger? What would I break with? So he, he thought it is at my best food. What's that best food? Pounded yam. And a goosey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! 
So the moment the fasting ended, the guy headed for the restaurant where they sell pounded yam and he said to that, please save me. Pounded yam, put plenty meat, put plenty meat. Ah, 21 days. Ah. And he ate it and died. That thing killed him. Because that was a marathon fast. When you're fasting marathon fast, there's a way you break. You don't jump using pounded yam. He died. The other fellow that they did it together, he's known all around the world now. Because he did it with wisdom. One. And secondly, God sustained him. You see, when you're doing a marathon fast, I, I, there are different marathon fast. I've not told you now that there is the fasting, the Bible shows one fasting where they fasted a uh, marathon for two days. I've done two days. I've done one day as led by the Spirit. You see? That's because we are under the New Testament. The Spirit of God will always guide you how to do it or what to do. You don't have to follow. If, if it's not 40 days, I will not. Some people say, if you are fasting and you stop on day 6, it's not complete. Who told you? Who told you? It has to be 7. Let me just complete it. 7. seven. They've made religion out of it. You can fast for 4 days. Depends on what the Spirit of God is leading you. The Spirit of God may say, take 30 days out to fast. There are times that I've set up. I said I'm going to fast for 30 days to get an answer to something. And day two, I got the answer. Why continue the fast? Why was I fasting? I wanted to get an answer to something. Not God to give me something, but an answer, spiritual question or something. So day two, God gave me the answer. I said I'm not continuing again. Because I've gotten the answer. What, do I, what is the religion? Why make a religion out of it? Okay? You may decide that you're going 21 days. You're fasting 21 days. And just the first day, the answer came. Then you stop the fast. You see, but some people have made religion out of it. No. You cannot please God because you are fasting. You can't. But when you are fasting, you please God because you are carrying out spiritual exercise. But you cannot please Him because you fasted. That's not, that's not what you used to please Him. Glory to God. Somebody still won't make that construction. Think about it, you get it. Alright, so 40 days and 40 nights. You don't have to do 40 days and 40 nights. You see, you don't just have to jump into it until you are instructed. But Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Really? Didn't you read about how he did it? The Bible says at Jordan, he was led of the Holy Ghost into the wilderness. He was led. You are not led. You want to do it. Sorry for you. He was led of the Holy Ghost into the wilderness. Led to do it. And while he was doing it, the Bible says angels came and ministered to him. And then strikingly, the Bible says after the fasting he was hungry. Let's look at Matthew chapter number 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. That's King James English. It means that he was hungry afterward. Now listen to me. How many of you, you fasted and um, it was after the fasting that you were hungry? How many of you? Is there anybody like that? It was after you finished fasting that you were hungry? No. During the fasting, you are hungry. But his own, it was after the fasting. Why? 
because he was sustained of the Holy Ghost. He was sustained. The Bible says, afterward, he was hungry. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. He didn't say he was hungry. He says, after the fasting. That's what some people want to copy you. The Bible says, angels minister to him. That's some kind of fasting. Some fast. This one is in the presence of God. Where you are in the glory of God. In that glory, you don't feel hungry. Even there are times that even in your room, you are fellowshipping with the Spirit of God. You skip meals without knowing. Because you are covered in that glory. In that glory, you don't hunger. Okay? That's what the Bible shows there. What about Moses? Moses, the same thing. He went up to the mountain to be with God in God's glory. And while he was there, 40 days, he did not eat. Why? Because in that glory, you don't hunger. And the Bible says when he came down from from that mountain, his face began to shine. His face shone. What was shining? The glory of God. He had been with God in God's presence. In that you cannot be hungry because your body goes on pause. When eternity walks in, time walks out. So he was in the very presence of Almighty God. So you are using that one. Moses can do. No! Some people have gotten killed. Lack of the, the knowledge of the word of God. What about Elijah? Elijah fasted 40 days. Uh-uh. Didn't you read it? The Bible says that an angel fed Elijah twice before the fasting started. And that was not even a fast. Like, you can't call that a fast because the angel said, now you're going in the strength of this food. He says, the journey is long. You're going to go in the strength. So that food was the strength. So Elijah was full for 40 days. So you, you, maybe you are pitying him. You were pitying him and say, ah, you've not eaten for 40 days. The guy feels like, I don't feel like eating. So those fastings are not authentic. Like somebody will say, I'm fasting myself. Like what you're doing now is more authentic than what Elijah did. Because it was food. But you now, you're fasting as an instruction and you are just trusting the Holy Spirit to help you and you go hungry and you're not eating. That's faith, brother. More authentic. I've had an encounter before where I was fed by an angel. And in that vision, even after I came out of the vision, I remained full. As though I've eaten. I was just full. So you can imagine Elijah being full that way. Or true. And that angel said, you go in the strength of this for 40 days. So you don't use those ones to judge you. Elijah fasted for the Moses fasted for the Jesus fasted for the And so I want to fast for today. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> so not that way. Except God. If God instructs you, the ability will be there. And usually when God instructs people like that, afterwards, some serious things follow. Some supernatural things. Supernatural uh, move, move of God will follow. Because God would have sustained you. is to do something to your body so that you can really move and do what he wants to do. Glory to God. Alright, so never you forget that according to the Bible. So you don't use that to base yours. Alright, there is another one called fasting certain days. Like Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4. Fasting certain days means that you can have even mention it in the course of my talking. You can fast like uh, you just decide that on Monday you're fasting, then on Tuesday again you decide to fast. Then you ate something on Wednesday. But on Thursday you fasted again. No particular three days straight, four days straight, 
seven days straight. Just fasting between. Those are certain days. Some people say every Tuesday I fast. It's okay. That's certain days. Okay? So, not a do or die. Like, it has to be in a particular pattern. No. Alright, then fasting often. In Luke chapter 5 verse 33. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 27. Fasting often usually refer to there are some people that fast often. And some people have been confused. They say, ah, he's always fasting. Can I be as spiritual as that guy? That, no, 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 no. Don't copy anybody. Everybody. Just let, follow the dealings of the spirit with you. There are some men of God that they cannot minister if they don't fast. They can't, we have to fast. If there's a program on that day, they must fast. So that God can really move through them. They have to fast into that program. And then, when they fast like that, uh-huh. There are some others, they will eat that day. For instance, I discovered that when I'm having a program on that day, I don't, I want me to function the best, I shouldn't fast that day. Except on very rare occasion where God has said, rare occasion, I want you to fast today. Is the program, I say, and the Lord says fast today. And I'll discover why he said that later. But if he doesn't, I don't have to. Some people see me come and say, ah, Apostle must eat. I'm sure he's in fasting. No, not necessarily. In fact, if, if that program is happening Sunday morning, I prefer to eat in the morning. My wife is always, she cannot predict me. She said, I thought you, you are fasting. I said, no, I didn't tell you I'm fasting. You can't predict me. So if you think, uh, no, no, you are fasting, no. <laughs> Why? Because I know um, it's not my style. I discover it's not my style. To fast on the day of the program. God was trying to teach me something. That's, that's to me anyway. I heard another man of God, an apostle of God, saying that he used to fast before going for program. That's after God has taught me my own. He said, the one day God said, stop fasting. Because you want to go and minister. Stop it. And he said, when he stopped it, he noticed the move of God's power even more. You see? So, uh, you can't copy. Then there is another one called partial fasting. They did it also. Exodus chapter 12 verse 20. Partial fasting. Um, Numbers chapter 6 verse 4. Partial fasting. Partial fasting means that you're staying away from some things. For instance, all through this week, I won't watch TV. That's partial fasting. Um, no internet for three days. Partial fasting. Um, I will skip only one meal. Partial fasting. And so on and so forth. Okay, that's partial fasting. It means you're staying away from something. Then the king kind of fasting. The king kind of fasting. Daniel chapter 6 verse 18. King kind of fasting means that you skip night meals. I've had the Spirit of God told me that about twice or so. So don't eat this night. And I'm not going to eat that night. Because I'm having a program tomorrow morning. Don't eat this night. I'll skip it. Okay, it's called the king kind of fasting. The king is it couldn't eat that night. He fasted. Somebody says that fasting also. You didn't know. If you are used to eating by eight a.m. and you decide to delay your food till ten a.m., that's the kind of fasting. It's just a moment fasting. It's still fasting. You know, some when you tell them, uh, we are fasting. Up. Make sure you don't eat before coming Sunday morning. When are you closing the service? You are closing the service by eleven. They don't eat before coming. It's fasting. After the service, go and eat now. Let me see. Is that real fasting? <laughs> that is not real fasting. It is. 
Cease. Okay, then finally here, group fasting, like what we are doing now is called group fasting. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 3. First Psalm, Samuel chapter 14 verse 24. Esther chapter 4 verse 16. Okay, group fasting. I think I would love to stop there today. I wanted to tell you a lot about fasting, but I will help people not to get good. Okay, group fasting means that the fasting was declared, like what we are having now. We are going to be fasting this month, all of us, as group fasting. Okay? Hello. Alright, I'm trying to let you know that be flexible about it. Be flexible. You can choose, as the Spirit of God leads you, you can choose to fast your own way, as it leads you. Somebody can say, every night, I'm not going to eat. I'm fasting the next one week. No dinner. That's the kind of fast. That's the kind of fast. Okay? And if they were to write the Bible, they would write that down. That there's a guy too. And maybe they would have given the fast to your name. You understand? Unless kind of fasting. <laughs> so, that's it. So don't be, the Spirit of God never showed us that this is how you must do it. No, it's nowhere in the Bible. But He showed us how the people did it. And he never said, follow them. No. If you listen to the Spirit of God, you give you guidance on how to do guidance. Some people don't eat before they come to minister in the morning. Sunday, every service, they say they will not eat. Some others will eat. And they don't have issues. Listen, there are some that they will eat. They get there, they are not sensitive anymore. Alright? But those ones that eat, and that's not an issue, they will eat and they will in fact, to minister well, the anointing will flow everywhere before coming. But someone else will say, nah, I can't do it. I can't imagine myself coming to minister. I would have eaten before coming to minister. I will not just concentrate. I will not just flow. I will not just know. People are different. People are different. Great man of God, Kenneth E. Again, had never fasted beyond three days in his life. And that man of God was used mightily all over the world. He's gone. He's long gone. To be with the Lord. His books are still everywhere. And he said, I've never fasted beyond three days. Now, if he had come out and said, you know how I became this great? I fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I said, ah, we knew. That's why it would have been. Because all great men of God must have fasted 40 days and 40 The man of God said no. That in his life. That means the man, that man of God had never fasted for seven days, seven nights. I have never fasted for seven days and seven nights before. The highest I've done, I've told you. No need to tell lies. I've told you the highest I've done is three days and three nights. I've never, I've not been led by the Spirit of God to do seven days and seven nights. The day I wanted to do it, I had to stop somewhere. Because I was not led. Just, just listen to the guidance of the Spirit. And I had the anointing move in my body. But someone else, if he doesn't get to 40 days, 40 nights, the anointing will not move because of his body, his kind of body. It will not. It will not be a good conductor for the anointing. So until he does that one, it will not be. You see, I'm trying to let you know. So, you see great men of God say, ah, I can imagine how, how long they would have fasted. No, not necessarily. Today, different churches are fasting. Some are fasting for 30 days. What we are doing is 31, right? It's 31 now. You fasted three before, then you skip that three, then you continued it. Do you remember that? 
Some are doing 40. There's another ministry, 63. Different instructions. There is another ministry. Holy God knows. There are ministries that have done 100 before. 100 days. Yes! And you're not going to say, Oh God, they are 100. We, we are not doing 100. Oh God, Lord help us to be like this. See, see our life. No! God deals with everybody differently. If because God spoke to this gentleman, say 40 days and 40 nights, and then I now start feeling bad, say, and he has started doing it. Ah, and I'm, I'm the apostle. This guy will take over from you. <laughs> it's not true. You know why? Maybe that thing, you see, God is telling somebody to fast 100 days. If God had told that person to fast 20 days, he may not have the faith for it. He may not. He, he may feel that until he's 100, I will not get it. So God deals with us personally. He may not have the faith for 20. That's too small. He may not have the faith. And God, look at that great man of God. Can I see again? A man of faith. He has never fasted beyond 30 days. A man of faith. He said, in fact, if he's asking God for something, why is... He, it has never gone beyond 30 days before God answered him. That touched me. It has never gone beyond three days. Some people say, as I was fasting, the Lord, and I entered into 40 days fasting. On the 40th day, the Lord now spoke. Somebody else said, Mm-mm. on the third day, the Lord spoke. <laughs> that one is sweeter. What do you think? <laughs> that one is sweeter. Glory to God. Alright, um, I will, I will really go deeper into it on Sunday. Well, let me just give you that introduction. I wish to really explain a lot to you about fasting and you understand it so that you can do it on your own anytime. Anytime. And understand why you are doing it. And don't be religious about fasting. You started the whole of the New Testament. There is no way Paul asks us to fast. But we are fasting. I'm not saying that fasting is not important. I fast many times. Okay? So I'm not saying fasting is not important. I'm trying to let you understand something. There's no way Paul said we should fast. He never gave any instruction. Peter never gave any instruction. New Testament never gave any instruction that we should fast. In fact, Jesus never said we should fast. He made mention about some things about fasting. He talks about when you fast. He talks about this kind goeth not out. Because of uh, until you fast and all that. And there's a reason he said so. Okay? There's a reason for it. So that you understand fasting. And then you don't think when you fast, then you have done something. No. The fasting is for you. It's not going to change God. God has always been God. Before you fasted, during your fasting, and after your fasting, He remains God. Glory to God. But, this fasting will make you sensitive. It will position you. The reason we are fasting is not, oh God, please, do something. No. It's to position us. Because if you don't fast, your spirit is too busy. But when you fast, you humble your soul. That's what the Bible says. You humble your spirit. This fasting will position you. It will make you raise your spiritual antenna. During the fast and prayer period, you'll be getting instruction about your year. Maybe about your family. You write them down and you run with those instructions. Because this is when you can get such instructions. You are more sensitive now. You are more alert now. That's what fasting will do for you. It will make you pick things from the realm of the spirit quickly that you wouldn't have picked otherwise. If you had not been fasting. Because you are always busy jumping up and down. But fasting 
humbles you. You put down your ears to hear from God. The time of fasting is when God can reveal danger that is coming ahead. You deal with it. That's how important it is. Very important. Glory to God. When you're seated, just thank God for the understanding He has granted you. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806-0087-643 or 0816-0114-389. Thank you and God bless you.